service is all about this morning is worshiping that's what every service is about it's about worshiping the Lord Jesus and thankful that he's given us another opportunity this morning that we can gather in his name in his chosen place of worship this morning to to worship him and we just had a one request for brother Aiden this morning not feeling well and remember me and sister Bethany and I'm sure there's several others this morning that God is mindful of each one this morning that has a need of him. And that's why he has us here this morning, because he knows we have needs. And he's here to meet those needs today. Amen. So if you have something on your heart, just make it known by an uplifted hand. God knows what it is today. Brother John can come this morning and lead us in prayer, brother. Amen. Good morning to you. Merry Christmas. Amen. Are you glad you know the real reason for the season? The world's falling apart this morning and all their parties and the hoopla, but there's a desire in the bride to worship him. I'm so glad to be here, aren't you, this morning? You're going to give you all this morning. You know, it may be a short power hour, but, you know, there ain't no telling what God can do. If we'll forget about the rest of the day's activities, we'll just lay it to him now and say, Lord, come move on. Come take control of the service. Amen. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, Lord. Lord, we didn't come just for a show this morning, Lord. Lord, we come to have church, Lord. Lord, and the best way to have church is to have you in our midst, Lord. Lord, we can do all the right things and say all the right words, but Lord, if you don't speak to us, it's done in vain. 
But Lord, we brought you this morning, Lord. We welcome you into our presence this morning. Lord, we ask you, Lord, to take full control of every part of this service, Lord. Speak to us in song. Speak to us in power. Speak to us in word, Lord. Let us hear from you, Lord. Let us worship you and you enjoy that worship, Lord, because you truly deserve it, Lord. And Lord, you see the needs of your people, Lord, and you see sicknesses creeping in, Lord, in the wintertime, but Lord, it's nothing for you, Lord. Lord, would you move now in your Holy Spirit and touch my brother Mark, Lord? Would you move and touch Sister Bethany and little Aiden, Lord? And those that raise their hand, move in a mighty way, Lord. Lift them up, Lord. Encourage them to go the extra mile, Lord. Raise their hand and worship you, Lord. And be with us in this service, Lord. Touch us in a mighty way. Lord, the remainder of the service, Lord, we give it to you. Lord, would you come be with us now, Lord? Lord, we love you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We give you honor, Lord. We, we're here to magnify your name, Lord. We're here to lift your name up. In the lovely name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And amen. Amen. We all know, uh, well, I don't know what it means to you, but Christmas uh, time is a season of being with your family. So welcome this morning. You're with your family. We're here to enjoy the Lord's blessings and to worship Him. Amen. So let's just sing this. with Sister Shirley this week and she would love to be here with us but she says she's still on a, a heart monitor and she's going to be on that I think until around January the 10th and she just wants us to continue prayers for her she said she's 
not working. She's not doing anything but letting Brother Jesse take care of her. So as long as he's taking care of her, that's all right. But we know God can can really touch her this morning. So we'll remember her in our prayers as well today. <coughs> Let's just sing this. I think it confused me as well. Oh, beautiful star of Bethlehem, shining afar through shadows dim, giving a light for those who long have gone, and guiding the wise men on their way unto the place where Jesus lay. shining on this morning don't you amen and we're just here to rejoice with exceeding great joy why don't we sing that this morning <laughs> o'er mountains and valleys it lived in that night a star of most radiant light the wise men rejoiced as they journeyed afar to behold such a beautiful sight. Joy. 
all alike, but they followed it not. To them it would come and would pass. The wise men kept trusting with all of their hearts that the star would find the baby at last. Oh, and when they saw the star, they rejoiced with great joy. When they saw the star, they rejoiced. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with great joy. They rejoiced with this morning. I, I can't tell you how blessed I am. I could stand here for hours and days and weeks and months and years and I still couldn't tell you how blessed I am this morning. I was telling the family yesterday as I, you know, God blessed our family with another addition. There could have been complications. We could have lost the mother. Anything could have happened, but God gave us life. And he gave it more abundantly, so healthy. And I said, on the top, he threw a little ham handful of purpose and made her beautiful. And I thank the Lord for that. And I thank the Lord for our church family this morning, all that God has given us and allowed us to stay together all this time. And we just appreciate him so much today. And we'll let you have your seats, Brother Forth. And the brothers want to come and receive the offer this morning and just give. And we're going to get out of the way and turn the service over to the pastor. But I think there was a, a birthday today being celebrated uh, for... Lord help me. Kaniah God is celebrating a birthday today. So why don't we give Kaniah a big hand this morning? Happy birthday. Happy birthday and Merry Christmas. You get double today. Amen. And then I think Brother Joseph Pastor on Friday will be celebrating his birthday, so we'll wish him a happy birthday as well. Amen. Amen. So I know you just sat, but we have you stand one more time as we invite our pastor. <laughs> and then he'll just have you stand for a minute. And then you can, you can sit back down. But, uh, <laughs> let's just sing this. I think it's an E minor. Now, that is if you can, because it is going to be an hour of power, you know. So let's sing this. Let's pray. Oh. Let your word be born in the manger of my heart. Let it live in me. Oh, let it live in me and let it start. Live inside this house of bread and more. 
Christmas as it is, it's become so pagan, but we just want to thank God that we know the true meaning of the day, because it is every day that we worship Jesus Christ. He's King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You know, I'm a little puzzled to uh, think of how so many put a lot of emphasis on Christmas. It's the day of the Lord. It's the day we celebrate Jesus, but yet on his birthday, they're missing an action. They're out with the pagans, celebrating Santa Claus and all the secular things. But praise God, there's a people in the land that knows how to worship Jesus Christ. Because every day is a worship day for them. The Bible said that the worship, worshipers seeketh such that will worship him in spirit and in truth. Praise Amen. the Lord. So we thank God for this service today. Appreciate the Lord watching over us through the storm, the ice storm, and everything in the frigid weather, but we're praising the Lord. We have a nice, warm, comfortable place we can come and worship the Lord in and just enjoy the Lord. I, I've been checking every day here on the facility and make sure no pipes busted. Myself and Brother Chris, you know, turning the water on and everything, so we thank God. As far as we know, everything is in place. Praise the Lord. So we thank the Lord for you. I trust you've had a wonderful Christmas. And you're probably going to go ahead and celebrate a little bit more today. But I just want to take a little t uh, time with you just to give honor and praise to the Lord Jesus Christ and to magnify his name. I want to turn your attention to the book of Revelation chapter 5. If the brethren will come, I, we didn't give them plenty of time to recoup, but they will come this morning. This is the tithe, the first fruit you give to the Lord, and God will bless you. Remember, those of you that are not here, you can send your tithes in, your offerings through PayPal. You can also mail that in. You've been given the address numerous times, so you give to God, and don't cheat the Lord uh, of his 10%. That's the Lord's. That's holy as unto the Lord. Normally, Christmas time, you know, people think, well, we don't have to tithe. That's the time you need to tithe to the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. You give to the Lord, and God will bless you. So if you haven't, you'd like to send that in, we'll be, we'll be grateful to you for that. You send it in the PayPal, or you can mail it in. We appreciate that. Well, let's just go into the book of Revelation quickly. Appreciate our musicians. Thank you. Did a great job, Brother Mark. You kept it right on time. Thank you. Now it's my job to keep it. Amen. But if the Holy Ghost takes over, forget time. Amen. Praise the Lord. I didn't get a big amen except from Brother Jonathan on that one. Amen. You love the Lord Jesus? Hey, listen, I'm used to preaching on the radio. You know, I know my time. 
Praise God. As a matter of fact, I just got a call out of Miami just uh, last, uh, last Tuesday of a radio program there, a, a big FM station, reached actually way over into the Bahamas, was invited there to, to uh, minister some 30-minute segments uh, of the message to broadcast for about a month. So you just pray the Lord give me wisdom to uh, be able to tune in and broadcast in that uh, region of the country. So uh, we're going we're gonna to put it. It's been a while since I put myself to the test, but we'll try it this morning. All right, Revelation chapter 5. We notice here that this is, uh, this is the time where uh, the, the God himself had a book of redemption, and there were names in the book. But we notice after Satan broke into the bloodstream of humanity, we saw that the book of redemption went back into the hand of Almighty God. And in that book, there were names written. And we notice John looking now figuratively as a vision. We see that John and also the Apostle John, Daniel and Ezekiel were prophets that saw things symbolically and foretold of prophecies that is to come. When you read the book of Revelation or the book of Daniel or the book of Ezekiel, they actually were speaking of symbolic things in a type of what they saw that was to come. And this is where John was. He's looking at all these things. And he noticed in the right hand of him that sat upon the throne, there was a book written uh, uh, within on the backside seal with seven seals. But then this angel began to proclaim that there was no man worthy to open the book and to look thereon. We notice in verses 5, propelling 4 now, that the line of the tribe of Judah prevailed to open this book and to reveal the names that was in the book. We knew by revelation that could be no one else but Christ himself. And he took the book and revealed the names that was in that book. Verses 8. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vows, full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and had redeemed us to God by thy blood. Who did this? Jesus did it all. What is this all about this morning? Jesus Christ. And had redeemed us to God by the blood of uh, every kindred and tongue and people and nation. You believe it now. And he had made us unto our God kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. Hallelujah. This is what Christmas is all about this morning. Christ now coming through a plan of redemption to reach out to humanity, the suffering humanity, not under the law of, uh, and not under the sacrifice of substitutionary, but under a blood sacrifice. The blood of Jesus Christ is what washes all of our sins away. There's no way that we can come to Christ or anything a, a part of him except through the blood of Jesus. Some through the water, some through the, uh, the flood, some through the fire. But the songwriter says, all through the blood of Jesus. Everybody say it with me. It's the blood of Jesus. Oh, what say this today? The blood of Jesus Christ. You believe that? 
Revelation chapter 1 and uh, verses uh, 4. Revelation 1 and 4. John, on the, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is, which was, and which is to come, uh, from the seven spirits which are before his throne, from Jesus Christ, who is a faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead. Hallelujah. How do you know that you will rise up when you leave this life? Because Jesus rose up. He is the first fruit of the resurrection. We have a better hope. You believe it this morning. If this earthly tabernacle be dissolved, we have one waiting for us. Satan cannot kill us. Satan cannot destroy us. Because Christ arose, we will rise some resurrection morning. It doesn't matter where you're at. You will rise up in the name of Jesus. He is the first begotten from the dead. Oh, what a blessed Savior we serve. The prince, the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. That Greek word for wash is loose us from our sins. We, we are no longer tied to the old uh, past, the bondage of sin. We have been loosed by the blood of Jesus Christ. That word is to be loosed by the power of Christ. And hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father. And to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Revelation, uh, Matthew 4, quickly. Let's see if we can find it. I'm putting these in place so we'll get it. Or Matthew 1, 18. You notice when the Lamb opened the book in Revelation chapter 5 that they sung a new song. You see, they were no longer now singing the song of deliverance. That's Moses' song. In Revelation chapter, I think chapter 15, they sang the song of Moses and of the Lamb. The song of Moses is the song of deliverance. So we're not just singing the song of deliverance, but we're singing the song of redemption. And when our names are revealed, hallelujah, by Christ, we can sing a new song, the song of redemption by the Lamb. Verse 18, praise God. But when Herod, Matthew 1, 18, sorry. But now the birth of Jesus was on this wise, one as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, uh, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, uh, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. And while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. That's what's wrong with the world today. Christ is not born in the hearts. It's born in their minds. It's born through culture and society and pagan ways. But when Christ is born in our heart, hallelujah, we will rejoice like the angels that saw the star of Jesus. And she shall bring forth... A son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, 
for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, by the Lord, by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is being interpreted, God with us. Hallelujah, God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not until she had brought forth our firstborn son and called his name Jesus. Can we say that name together? Jesus. Jesus is the name. We sang the old song and we sang it over and over. Jesus, Jesus. There's just something about that name. It's special this morning. I want to just speak just about 15, 20 minutes to you on the kingly priesthood of the bride, part three, and just incorporate some thoughts there for you before you go and enjoy the day with your family as our heads. Our Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for the service today. We pray now that you will anoint us as we try to bring up a, a thought to the people that will uh, just bring you to their fore mind today as they celebrate you, Father. The world knows nothing about you. They talk about Christmas and they carry on with all their secular cultures just today of commercialism. But today, Lord, is a day of resurrection for us. It's a day of hope. It's a day, God, that we look for as Simeon and Anna went into the temple. And Simeon, behold, servant of God, Jesus, Emmanuel, God, as Anna saw the manifestation of the prophecy. May we all today see that and rejoice in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the church says, Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Revelation uh, series, Rick Brenner made a statement. He said, He had made us. Uh, oh, there are certain truths we need to emphasize. This is one of them. He had made us. Hallelujah. You see, salvation is his doing. Salvation is of the Lord. All of grace. He redeemed us for a purpose. He bought us for a purpose. We are kings, spiritual kings. Oh, we are going to be kings upon the earth with him when he sits on his throne. But now we are spiritual kings. We reign over a spiritual kingdom. Watch this now. Right now, we reign with Christ, having power over sin, the world, the flesh, and the devil. Hallelujah. You see, because Christ, because Christ reigned, we can reign this morning. Because Christ has delivered the death blow, the sin, you and I can be set free today. It is all the Redeemer's doing. What is Christmas all about? The Redeemer's doing. Why was the Messiah born? Well, because of thine humanity. And Isaiah well prophesied. He said, unto us uh, a child shall be given. And the government will be upon his shoulder. But praise God, he has delivered us 
from sin, hell, sickness, and everything that the enemy can bring upon us. And today we have dominion over sin, the world, our flesh, and the devil himself. Satan cannot defeat us. You believe it? Well, in that in church age, now works are fine, but they don't save you. They don't make you perfect. It is Christ or perish. It is not even Christ and works. It is Christ alone. Hallelujah. Not even Christ plus. It is Jesus only. Let it be Jesus and Jesus only all the way. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, I'm very grateful today that it's all in Jesus Christ. I'm thankful today that we're not leaning on the flesh of man to save us. Or the works that we can do, but on the arms of Jesus Christ. It's not through man. It's not through the church. It's not through the Pope. It is through Jesus Christ. We do not go through eunuchs and and, and priests and and, and all these things. We go through Christ. He is our headship. Do you believe us? It is through him. It's not through our works. We're not under the bondage of Catholicism, but under the power and freedom of Jesus Christ. Do you believe that? Not under the, the laws of man. Not under the works of man. We don't need a priest to confess our faults and our mistakes to. We don't need priests that became virgins and will not marry to work out our salvation. But praise God, we have a king that has. We have a king, the Lord Jesus Christ. Not priests and popes and eunuchs that simplify, that, that simplifies us down to leaning on the arms of flesh. But through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He is our priest. He is the eunuch. He is our salvation. He is the ultimate from beginning to end. Jesus is the answer. Oh, hallelujah this morning. I thank God for it. My works can never merit me salvation. My labor can never get me into heaven. It's through Jesus. It's through Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm glad I don't have to go to church this morning and take mask and take communion and confess my year's sin to a priest. I depend on the works of man. But praise God, I can come to Jesus. And once and for all, he has abolished all of my sins. They've been dropped in the bleach of the blood of the Lamb. You believe it? And I'm going to keep resounding the note of John's vision. As John's seen the vision now in Revelations, uh, Revelation 5 and, and also Revelation chapter 1. And he's sounding this note to the church of God. He said, he had made us kings and priests by his redemptive work. It was all the kinsman redeemer's doings. Praise God. Not even me, not even you. Not even our works. In all of our good works, it will never replace the blood of Jesus Christ. In all of our efforts, it will never take the place of redemption. For he had made us kings and priests. 
Oh, and I will keep sounding, as I said before, the key until all fleshly efforts is crucified. Praise God. Until every fresh fleshly efforts is crucified. It is so, it is so easy to, to depend upon our works and, and because we want to be remorseful of our shortcomings and our sins. We feel guilty of errors that we make. We feel condemnation because we're humans. And we should feel that. But praise God, there's still that sense of conviction in our hearts. That even when we feel that way, we can look to the cross and say, Lord, not by my might, not by my power, but through the spirit of Jesus Christ that I'm saved. I believe it this morning. Redemption is his doings. It's not mine. The works of law and of the flesh cannot, uh, cannot redeem any man at all. Praise God. And you know, friends, we're, there's such a fine line between crossing uh, the boundaries between mercy and grace. But yet that fine line is so vast when you put the blood of Jesus Christ there. Because, God, you cannot mix any of this substance into God's creation. Remember, he was a special creation of God. He was the first begotten from the dead and the creation of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It was not Mary's, uh, uh, it was not Mary's uh, anything to do with Mary. She just lent her body. It wasn't Joseph's uh, sperm. It wasn't any germ from any certain man. It wasn't any special uh, fertility of Mary. It was God that placed both egg and sperm there and germ. Hallelujah. And out of that came forth uh, Emmanuel, God with us. This is why we can celebrate Jesus Christ this morning. I read a place this this week, Brother Mark, that um, Brother Branham said that. He said, Mary had nothing to do with it. She was just an incubator. She had nothing to do with it. Oh, she was just a born womb. God could have placed both egg and, and germ upon a stump, and it would have given birth to the Messiah. And praise God today. Today we can celebrate him because he is the creation of God. You believe it? This process could not happen through the law nor fleshly endowments. It came through Christ only this morning. Oh, the law was not sufficient to justify and redeem a fallen subject. Otherwise, all of the Old Testament saints would have been saints. But they were under the law of Moses. They were under the, 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 the tutorship of, of the Holy Spirit to bring us into a better adoption. Praise God. You see, uh, the law was just the schoolmaster to bring us uh, into perfect adoption this morning. Look at Galatians 2 and, and 16 quickly with me. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. Jesus did what no one else could do. Hallelujah. Jesus did what no one else could do. 
the best preacher, the most respected prophets, the best church he can go to. Jesus did what no one else can do. You see, it's not your works or righteousness that redeemed you. It was the blood of Jesus Christ that redeemed you. Hallelujah. Our works are not sufficient to redeem us. And we cannot be our own savior. It was Christ's doings all the way. Hallelujah. All the way. You realize if you had anything to do with your salvation, you voided the blood of Jesus Christ. That's exactly right. You voided the blood of Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, that's an insult and a slap in the face of God. But praise God, I'm not depending upon my works. And how good I am, and how righteous I am, and how perfect I am. There's one perfect sacrifice. That's Jesus. You believe it. You believe that sacrifice is him. He alone holds my future in his hands. We are justified by faith in Christ. Galatians 2, 16. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law. We're taking this from another angle now. But by the faith of Jesus Christ, even we believe in Jesus Christ. That we might be justified by the what? The faith of Jesus Christ. You don't even have a faith coming. Hallelujah. You need the faith of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. How many times has our faith failed us? How many times we really thought we believed and oh I got it now. Oh I have faith. But soon found out it was our desires. It was our wants. It was our own thoughts. But once you get the faith of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, all things are possible. You believe that? Yes. We come through Christ through faith by election and representation. Jesus Christ is the sacrifice of our redemptive and our redemption once and for all. Praise God. We don't have to go back and check upon God to make sure the blood is strong. Every time we make a mistake and we come short, we don't have to go back and see if the blood is still there. It's there. We don't have to worry about if it's, uh, if it's, uh, if it's too much uh, wrong that we've done. That maybe the blood was only sparingly given. The blood is flowing. Hallelujah. You believe it? Or it's flowing rich and free today. Praise God. Hallelujah. And saints, I want you to know, I do believe in the holiness and righteousness of Jesus Christ. I do not believe in the holiness and righteousness of man. But I believe in the holiness and righteousness of Jesus Christ. Because when he comes in, hallelujah, everything else is dead this morning. Jesus Christ came into the world to do the Father's will. And it was God's will for us to be justified by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. It was God's will for you to fall. It was God's will for you to mess up. It was God's will for you to be in a condition that you were in. Because God in his mastermind 
had a plan of redemption. Hallelujah. And had there been no fallen subject, there could not have been redemption. You believe that? Beginning and ending of Gentile dispensation, 1959. Brother Brown said, God projected, God projected a fallen man. God projected out of his thoughts, projected a fallen people. Out of his mind, he projected a fallen subjects. Fallen subjects in the earth. But then God, by his master plan of redemption, I came to give the, uh, the antidotes to redeem these fallen subjects. So you were, you were expressed from God as a fallen subject. But when you come back to God, hallelujah, you're kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. You believe that? You think about that? It was the will of God to justify us. Praise God. To justify us. Jesus Christ offered himself to God as the sacrifice of sins once and for all. You believe it? Once and for all. Hebrews stand for. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. The work of the law were not sufficient, but Christ's work was accepted by God. Hallelujah. When Moses and Aaron brought the blood of the sacrifice, it only appealed God. It only covered sin. It only stayed the angry wrath of God upon dying humanity. But when Jesus Christ offered himself once and for all, Hallelujah. It totally eradicates every sin out of our lives. Every shortcomings. Every mess up. Mistakes. Baggage. It broke every chain in our life. Oh my. Thank God for it. But it's not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. So the work of the flesh was not sufficient. But Christ's work was accepted by God. When it comes to redemption, Jesus has already completed the work. The work is completed. There is nothing left but the rapture of the church. The work is finished. This is why he came. This is why we have a true Christmas. Because he came and finished the work this morning. You believe it? We are now accepted in the beloved. Not because uh, our great-grandmother was uh, the mother of the church. Or not because we, we were so holy and our, our, our records were uh, immaculate, impeccable. There were no scars in our lives. That's not why. You know what, what brought us to this place? Jesus Christ. When it comes to redemption, Jesus has already completed the work. You believe it? And we are now accepted into the beloved. Ephesians 1, 6. To the praise of the glory of his grace. Wherein he had made us accepted in the beloved. Who did that? Jesus did. Hallelujah. The song says bring it under the blood. Bring it under the blood. Hallelujah. Praise God. You believe it? To whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin, according to the riches of his grace. 
God accepted him and we are accepted in him. As Jesus died, we understand the veil of the temple, which was made of the strongest possible tapestry, was rent in two from the top to the bottom. Hallelujah. And look at this now in Luke chapter 23, verses 44 through 45. And it was so about the sixth hour that there was a darkness over the earth until the ninth hour and the sun was darkened and the veil of the temple was rent in the midst. The veil represented the holy of holies from the courts of the priests, the Bible says. And through this act, God removed the veil of the Jewish ceremonies and every work of our righteousness. He cast down the uh, petitional wall and has delivered us from bondage. Ephesians 12, uh, 2 and 14, for ease our peace. Who had boats made uh, made boat one and had broken down the middle wall and partition between us. Praise God. You believe it. If you do stand with me on your feet, he's the one that broke down the middle wall. As our musicians come, he's our peace who has broken down every wall. The, the most holy place is a type or picture of the new Jerusalem, the righteous saints. The wrenching of the veil signifies the way is already open to the bride. Can you shout amen? We have access into the most holy place, not by works, not by law, not by rituals, but through Jesus Christ, the Son of the Most High. Give the Lord a good clap offering. Hebrews 10, 9 and 20. I mean, therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holy, holiest uh, by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he had consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh. Saints, we can boldly enter the holiest through the curtain because of the blood of Jesus Christ. I would encourage you. To go right into the presence of God with sincere heart, fully trusting God for your healing, for your salvation, for your family, for your circumstance, for your dilemma. Go into the veil. Walk into the veil. Run into the veil. You believe it? Bible said our, our guilty conscience have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean. And our bodies have been washed with pure water. The washing of the water by the word. That's what's washing you this morning. You are in the world. You rub shoulders with the world. You came to church. You felt guilty. But God sprinkled his blood upon your conscience. And then he washed you this morning by his words. How many feels clean? He was a perfect once and for all sacrifice. Jesus Christ is no half savior. He's full, complete redeemer. You believe it? Complete redeemer. And we are accepted in the beloved because of his victory over death, hell, and the grave. Christ was successful over sin and Satan's power at Calvary. You believe it? And we see exactly where he is right now. 
as our victor. He is our victor. You believe it? We see exactly where he's at this morning because he is our victor. Hebrews 1, 3, quickly. When he had by himself purged our sins, he sat on the right hand of the majesty on high. He is where he deserves to be. He is on the throne. He is glorified and exalted in heaven. The reason that Jesus sat was because he finished his redeeming work for his bride and the redemption for his bride is completed. And through secure success this morning over death, hell, and the grave, Revelations 1.18, I'm he that was dead, alive and was dead, and behold, I'm alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. I want to praise God that it was all his doings that had made us kings and priests unto our God. You'll believe it this morning. The 11 this morning. Let's worship Jesus just for a moment. Hallelujah. Praise God. He's alive forevermore. Praise God. He's alive forevermore. Worship the Lord now with me. Oh, his name is wonderful. His name is wonderful. Oh, his name is wonderful. Jesus. Jesus, my Lord. He's the mighty king. Oh, he. shepherd now he's the great shepherd Hallelujah. the rock of all ages the rock. rock of alone who walks in the midst of the churches. It is God in her willing and doing of his good pleasure. Never forget that. You only have one relationship to God and God has only one relationship to you and that is who? Jesus. And Jesus only. Hallelujah. Praise God. You have one relationship to God, and God has one relationship to you, and that is, safe with me, Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Having a conference, 1960, he's the mate of the church. He's the bridegroom to the bride. Come in contact with him and be filled with his spirits. 
the bridegroom. Hallelujah. It's him we're married to. It's his doing. It is all our bridegroom's doing that has now made us kings and priests. And we shall reign on the earth. Hallelujah. He didn't come just to become a baby and the world keep him in a manger. But he came that he might be born in our hearts. Let the word be born in the manger of your hearts this morning. He didn't come to stay as some idol so people can paganize him. But he came to make us kings and priests that we can be overcomers in this life. Let the word be born in the manger of your heart. Would you sing it with me? Do you want God to do that? This Christmas Day, those of you online, is that what you want? God to be born in the manger of your heart. Then celebrate Jesus with me as we sing this song. Amen. Let's sing that last verse. Oh, outwardly I'm nothing. I'm not much to behold. Unlikely the place for his word. For his word to unfold. But if I'll just yield, but if I'll just yield my vessel and let him have his way, all from glory up to glory, he'll change me day by Jesus today. Lord, I pray that you come alive in every heart and soul and mind that's under the sound of my voice. Let this be the greatest Christmas ever that you've given to every one of us. Lord, we love you. Let your word be born in the manger of our hearts. We love you and we give you praise in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and the church says, Amen and Amen. I want to say to you, God bless you. Those of you online, may the Lord bless you and may you remember him every day today, every day, not only today, but every day of your life, every moment of this day. May this day, may this morning, this day today be a special day in your life. And may God bless you and your family. And may you celebrate him, not today, but every day. A Merry Christmas to you. God bless you. Service will resume here next Sunday morning by the grace of God. Shalom, Jesus.